Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. Welcome to today's episode of the Cat Season 5, The Emoted Plague. I'm Springer. And I'm Jen. Our music comes from audionautics.com. Sunny and Fluffy caught a ride home back to Bukit's house on the back of Bukit's bus until finally they were once again sitting in the corner of Bukit's hangar watching Rascal and the current Sunny and Fluffy disembark. Oh, it's going to be sad that Uncle Rascal's going away. Yeah, I think of him as an uncle now too. But, well, let's just watch and see what happens. Rascal got out of the bus crying softly. Oh, uh, oh, I, I, I didn't think I'd say this ever, because I thought that I'd really not enjoy this, but I really kind of want to stay here. I don't want to leave Bukit's house. This was really kind of nice, and seeing Sunny and Fluffy and Toby and Brick, I don't want to go home back to Texas. The skipper said I have to. Oh, God, I'll just get back into my pig red cheap and drive home. Uncle Rascal, Uncle Rascal, said the past kittens. They were sad and tears flowed down their cheeks. What? Well, why are you calling me uncle? I'm not your uncle. I'm just Rascal and I'm not even going to be here ever again, probably. No, but we love you, Uncle Rascal. We wish you could stay. Yeah, Sunny's so sad that you're leaving and Fluffy's in tears. Do you really have to go? Yeah, I do. Scampers called up the school and said I really had to leave and I'm just gonna have to drop my pig red cheap back home. At least I get to take a plane this time. Uh, do you want to come down to the airport with me? Yay! We would love to! Let's jump in the car. Where can I sit? Can I sit on the hood? I want to sit in Uncle Rascal's lap. No, just like, uh, just sit behind me in the cargo space or something. Okay, okay. The kittens hopped into the back of the pig red cheap and Rascal began to maneuver it out of the garage. It rumbled and sputtered out of the door. And finally, just as it was getting out of sight from the future kittens, there was a terrible scream. Ah! Yelled Rascal. Then there was a loud thump. The future kittens could not help themselves and ran outside to find Rascal lying bruised up on the rocks with no kittens and no pig red sheep. Oh my goodness, said Sunny. It must be the rent in the space-time continuum because because we finally caught up to the time when we when we um when time started to change and things and so and I guess that yeah, Rascal's whole cheap disappeared. Yeah, and we disappeared too, so now it's just us, but we better not tell him. They <laughs> ran up to Rascal. Wait. What? said Rascal. What? I, I heard you talking about what happened. Why am I? Why, why is this happening? What is, what is, what's wrong with this? Don't worry. I'm so sorry, said Sunny. I'm so sorry about your pig red cheap. We had to borrow it. Why did you, Fred? Uh, like, you, you couldn't have borrowed it. It's, it's been right here the whole time. Well, so you see, so, so we're actually future versions of Sunny and Fluffy. So we, we went into the... Well, we built this thing called the remote control at school. And then it, it was like a, a remote control, but it made everyone happy. And so we used it on everyone. But then it turned out that they were just like too happy and they didn't do anything. 
So then we had to go get a time machine and turn it all back. But the time machine was to pick red sheep. Yeah, and we were the ones going into through time. Wait, wait, this is all just way too much. I don't really understand. No, but like, so we, so we went to Missouri, Missouri and like saw this cool guy named Tom Thompson. Yeah, and Justin Beaver. He's like a rock star. Yeah, I know about Justin Beaver. I met him before. He's kind of like my friend, I think. Yeah, and he helped us, and he took us to the the Rocky Mountains, and we climbed up a huge, it was really long, that mountain was so long to climb. Yeah, but we got all the way to the top, and then we got into a, the sled, the, the one that was made from the pig red sheep, and we started going really fast down the mountain. Yeah, because, like, like, like 89 miles an hour. Yeah, because um, Tom Thompson said, wait a minute. I thought you had to go 88 miles an hour to, to like, um, do time travel. That's what he did in Back to the Future. No, no, Tom Thompson said that that was f fictional and that you had to really go 89. So we believed him because, like, he's a cool time traveler guy. And besides, it worked. It worked. We went back in time and then and then, then we got mailed. So, um, Tom Thompson put us in a box and he mailed us back to school. And we got back to, um, to Anchorage and we went to school. And then we saw ourselves, but we couldn't let ourselves see ourselves, but we saw ourselves. And then we ate a lot of butter. Wait a minute. You ate my butter? <laughs> that, that butter was Toby's and mine and we got in big trouble about no, no, that. No, but otherwise like, the world would have been in, 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 in mortal danger. Like, it would have been really bad if we hadn't eaten the butter. Yeah, we had to do that to fix everything. Right. Well, I guess I have to go home now. Yeah, and but uh, yeah, we're sorry, but your yeah, your car and uh, past or current versions of ourselves they just kind of dematerialize. I don't know why, really. It's just time traveling. A lot of weird time traveling coincidences, let's say. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to get home now. I know. I know. Said Sunny. We could do just what um, Tom Thompson did to us. We'll put you in a box and mail you. No, said Russell, no, please, no, please. He tried to run, but he accidentally triggered his suspensors, the ones he'd gotten from Bill Katz on Bouquet's driveway nearly a year before, and he went sailing right out of the door. Well, that should take him home said Sunny. And besides, we can go and visit him in Waco, Texas, and that'll be super fun, said Fluffy. I'm really excited, but I really miss him already. Yeah, me too. I feel kind of lonely, even though it's the two of us here together. Yeah, me too. Maybe we should go and find, maybe let's go find Boo Cat and see what she's up to. Right then, there was a terrible storming, growling noise, and Boo Cat burst in. Said Bukat, why did you have to mess it all up? Ah, Scampers is gonna be so mad at me ah, for letting Rascal get expelled. That's what she's gonna say, and she's gonna say that I helped Rascal lose his pig red sheep or whatever it was. Rah, 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 you did not have to do anything, and I could have fixed it all. I just wanted to see how it turned out. I, I was just gonna rewind everything when I go, rewind, rewind. Wait a minute, you knew about the emoted plague? Of course, I know about the emoted plague. I know everything, kittens. Oh, oh, said Sunny and Fluffy, and they slunk back to their bedroom where they cowered, realizing that Boo Cat was too angry to talk to right now. They knew this because smoke was coming out of her ears. Boo Cat, meanwhile, stalked back down to her control room where she began the Zoom meeting that the kittens had interrupted. Zoom meeting, stupid Zoom meeting. I know how it's gonna turn out. 
Everything's just gonna be a stupid, stupid disaster and a mess and all of it. It's just gonna be just like it was last time, except without that stupid amount of control. That part will be better, but rah, I don't want to have to mess with this all. Rah, said Bootcut. She turned on the Zoom meeting, and it didn't go quite like how it had gone before. At the beginning, Bootcut simply went rah, at all the Neptunian generals, getting them to all cower. She forced Agent Commander X to turn on his camera, although under the camera, there was simply just a black box just like the one that had been when the camera was turned off, except made out of cardboard. Rah! said Bukat. Quack, quack, just get them to do something. Quack, what's wrong with you? Supreme Leader, I am here, says Zorkania Wack, much as she had in the previous meeting. I am here, your, your eminence, my Supreme Leader. I love you, and I am always your servant. I shall take care of everything. Fine, fine, just be quiet with that, said Bukad. Roxy Ockliffe! She screamed this so loud that Roxy Ockliffe actually muttered a few actual words. Something about his not being on Neptune, really, and not really understanding what he was supposed to do. Next, she yelled for Glorfland Glump who was still quite muted, but was terrified and cowered in the corner of his dormitory as Bukat screamed through the mic. Then, as she tried to control Gidker Quain and make him turn around his computer, she banged down on all her keys at once, banging and smashing and punching the screen of the Zoom meeting. After that, no one really seemed to listen to her, although Sorkania Wack still did randomly yell out that she was there. But it was all very odd, and Bukat glowered and sat and stewed in her own juices for the next 25 minutes, until finally the kittens came in, while Bukat was still stewing and trying to communicate something to Bard Lieutenant Frothingham, whose bagpipes were even nastier than usual, and which his smoke Bukat could smell through her computer screen somehow. Look! said Sunny, looking over Bukat's shoulder. Look, Fluffy, she's muted. Did you see that? Yeah. I wonder why she's muted. Maybe because she doesn't want to scare them by yelling so loudly where they can really hear. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Eventually, the kittens left the room and went off to go have a snack and play. Meanwhile, Rascal sailed through the air, screaming as he went, before finally crashing down into the pool at Waco Waterworld. Oh, he spat out water and struggled to get to the shore. When he finally pulled himself up and out of the swimming pool, he was surprised to see some people that he knew standing there. Hey, what are you doing here? Said Billy. Oh, Billy, how are you here? Oh, it's kind of nice to see you. I haven't seen, I guess I just saw you yesterday, but Sonny and Fluffy were saying this weird thing about time travel. How did you get here? What are you doing here? That's what I want to know. Did you get kicked out of school and now you're a lifeguard again? Because, yeah, I'm just here visiting my, 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 my mother. Because my parents got divorced and my mother moved away back to Waco. Wait, wasn't your mother just at the birthday party? No, that was my stepmother. Yeah, I mean, can't you tell? Uh, she wasn't my mother. 
she wasn't my mother. She was just like the 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 new wife of my dad or the girlfriend or something. And she was, um, yeah, yeah. My mother would never have a birthday party like that. It was so lame. And my mother would have gotten me the self-driving Tesla that I really wanted. And not that lame, whatever that was, that big hulk of a boo-ha car I didn't want. And my mother is, is right here. Ooh, Billy, get away from that, that lifeguard cat. I do remember how it stole you away. Yeah, mommy, it stole me away and took me to the Kenai Peninsula. Do you remember? Oh, thank goodness you're home, little lovey. Rascal looked outside the window, and there, across the street, he saw a car crusher quietly crushing an almost brand new Cadillac Escalade. And out in the parking lot, a beautiful, even newer, self-driving Tesla. Rascal slunk off, got up into his lifeguard chair, and resumed a job that he hadn't worked on for around a year. I hope they at least pay me for this. I don't think I ever even got a paycheck last time. I really only worked like a day or two before I... Before that whole thing with the... Before... Before Bukat came and... That was so scary. I just... Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Rascal stayed quiet after saying that. He sat in his lifeguard chair for the rest of the day until it was time to go home when he sadly slunk down the street and through the door into Granny Annie's house where he went to bed without saying hello to scampers. And back at Bouquet's house, the Zoom meeting, still a disaster, was just ending. Rah! said Bouquet. All of you are complete idiots and do not listen to me. Meeting adjourned! But just then, in the chat box on the screen of her computer, Bukat noticed the most recent message that had been posted. It was a message from Agent Commander X. It said, in all lowercase, with about half as many spaces as there should have been, Supreme Leader, you are muted. <laughs> said Bukat. If you enjoyed the cats, you may also enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats, and Marley McDonough is a chapter book for 7 to 10 year olds. Kira is just trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions, which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town. In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips. The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com.